0: As-salamu alaykum wa
1: rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Wa alaykum as-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Wa, wa, barakatuh. wa, wa barakatuh. This is
2: Afra
3: <laughs> This is Ad-Sikur This is uh, Hamdi
4: This is Yasmin This is Rueda
3: Welcome to the first episode of the Ramadan 2023 Ramadan Series for the Muslim Student Association And thank you for coming guys Yeah, Glad to be here what does Ramadan mean to all of you? Uh,
1: okay. Um, so, I think this is a um, question that does not specifically pertain to me, but I'd say to all of us in general and to what Ramadan means in Islam. So, Ramadan is the ninth month in the Hijri calendar and it's the most important month of the year for Muslims. It's also the month where the Qur'an was brought down and a lot of revelations were brought down and also it's the month where you can kind of just connect with your Lord. Um, The gates of Jannah are open and the doors of Jahannam are closed. So really it's really just just an ideal month for Muslims around the world. So what is Jahannam, going back to what you said? Jahannam translates to hell and jenna translates to paradise
0: all right so going back to what you said about the doors of heaven opening and the doors of hell closing to people that have to people that have um you know built habits of doing bad stuff during the entire year and suddenly you know this month comes they have no reason to do the bad stuff but yet they're still doing it what do you say about their bad habits and how they can fix those and
1: give up the bad habits and renew them with better ones so i can't say anything about anybody else's bad habits because it's not my place to judge
3: i agree with that because it's only between them and allah nor can we judge and say something because allah is the best of all judges and the king of all judges
1: but as to how to fix their bad habits um i guess really like, because everybody has their own bad habits, you know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to really answer that question. But if I were to answer it, I'd say, you know, just make dua. Um, bad habits are also kind of like addiction, so it it, it is going to be hard to stop at first. So, as much as you can, try to limit it, you know, because I know a lot of people cannot go cold turkey, but yeah. try to limit it. Uh,
3: yes, me and the I have a question for you guys. What is your experience with Ramadan living in America p- prior to where, you to where you used to live before? How is it different, how is it the same?
4: Um, well, I guess I can start. Uh, I can start with uh, doing or living in Ethiopia during Ramadan. Uh, I lived in Ethiopia for like a short while, um, maybe in 2019 and um, it was during Ramadan and um, it was very, it was a great experience because I got to meet a lot of my relatives and um, we had a large iftar feast because I have a lot of relatives and um, we all got to eat together, which was, which was nice to have. Um, and we also, yeah, it's a time to, talk to your loved ones and time to connect with um, those who are related to you and you know, i enjoyed that and that compares to well, ramadans like in america well most of my relatives are in ethiopia so um it's a uh, a smaller iftar feast but then again it's still a moment to, it's like a we all sit together and we all um, enjoy a meal together and it's a way for families to connect.
0: Yeah, I get that. Um, So, what do you think about the time dilation? Because you said you lived in Ethiopia for a short while. Yeah. And then you're now back in Minnesota where it's the first day of Ramadan and you're fasting, what is it now, 16, 17 hours of the day? Yeah. How long were you fasting over there?
4: I mean, I guess it was, about the same time, uh, well, it was a long time ago, so I'm not sure if I remember, but I was also young and um, I didn't really engage in fast that often. Mm-hmm. And um, well, from what I can remember, the f- if it could it felt long. And you, Roida, me.
2: What was the
3: question? The question was, how did your experience with Ramadan differ from you being here in America, your hometown?
2: I feel like back home, in I used to live in Kenya for a little bit. It was way more people. You celebrate with more people, as an iftar at night. And the life there is way different from here, while most people in our community don't know what Ramadan is or how we fast every day. So it's different from both ways as of that.
3: And is the time the same? Like how many hours you fast?
2: I feel like, yeah, the times are the same.
1: Uh, I have a question for you too. So um, what you just said, Reda, like, you know, it's two different communities. Like America is the Western world and Kenya is, I think it's a fairly, like it's a Muslim country, right? So regarding, like, the the two different communities and, like, the two different, like, cultural lifestyles, one being Western, not as, like, you know, people don't know what Ramadan is, the other one being they all know what Ramadan is, did you feel like fasting and doing your, you know, your dikit and your daily obligations in Kenya was easier than in, in America?
2: Yeah, I did feel like it was easier because most people understood what was happening, and then over here it's way different because there's not much knowledge around it and we don't go around and, you know, educate people enough. So I feel like that's what it was.
0: All right, so now that you're fasting, you know your good deeds are worth more. What do you think is the best good deed to take advantage of this holy month? Because you guys know this month is the month of the Quran where... The Quran was passed down from God, so reading Quran would be best to you know take advantage of because every ayah, every verse, every letter is worth
4: more. I would agree that is, yeah, that is correct during Ramadan. Um, your deeds are multiplied or they count for a higher value. Um since um w- the values will determine your placement in the afterlife and um another good deed that you can participate in during a is um fulfilling your prayers and other optional prayers like tarawih. um sunnah. sunnah practicing the sunnah um And following Islamic studies and learning, educating yourself about Islam and history. That's important.
3: I think another good deed will be showing kindness. I think just being kind to a stranger, to anybody.
4: Yeah,
0: like, the other day, we were talking about this, and I think it was you and Khalid who mentioned cat and going out into public. Just, like, feeding and clothing and giving things to the people in need or who can't afford it for themselves?
2: I think one of the most important things is everyone bringing going back to our deen and helping one another also so a big part of Ramadan is giving back to the ones who need it the most and that's also what's very important.
1: I think in the month of Ramadan since our deeds are multiplied so greatly really any any good deed you can do can be counted as the best Even the smallest ones? Even the smallest ones. Because, you know, ibadah is a form of worship. And, you know, a lot of acts can be counted as ibadah in our religion. Like, smiling is a form of sunnah. And when you follow the sunnah, that's a form of ibadah. So, I feel like really anything you could do. But for sure, I would definitely say as well as a lot of, like, dhikr. Um, What is dhikr? Like, uh, you know, after your fard salah, like, you know, like SubhanAllah, Alhamdulillah, Allah yeah, But like
0: remembrance of Allah
3: Words of remembrance simple
0: things, Like reciting yeah. Subhanahu wa be Hamdi.
1: Yeah So, yeah, definitely do a lot of dhikr And dhikr can be done really anywhere You know, even just Take like 30 seconds out of your day To just, you know, say dhikr It'll help you a lot And, um, yeah Yeah,
3: like you said, Qur'an Is the best of all Because so the Bakhra, it says, The month of Ramadan was when the Qur'an was revealed. And, yeah.
0: All right, so for someone who didn't practice the religion throughout the year and wanted to do better this month, what would you suggest, like where do you suggest they should start?
1: I'd definitely say by... um Completing their five obligatory prayers because without that um, Your fast is meaningless So definitely by the five obligatory prayers
4: mm-hmm. uh, well, well, I feel like if someone is Trying to renew their self during Ramadan. I feel like they should start with um, like a spiritual guidance book because it's it's better to start from the inside and then you know affirming the, the faiths you have from the inside and um, reflecting on who you are and then eventually you'll be able to externally like
0: and show it out like yeah the, the progress you made
4: yeah through prayer and practice and Quran
1: Uh I'm gonna have to disagree I with that so. statement and why yeah. is it I think it's I think it's your salah, because there's many hadiths and even the Quran states, uh, even in Fatiha, you know, like whenever you need guidance, whenever you need help, <laughs> turn salah to al- Allah, <laughs> <laughs> and if you turn to him, he will guide you on a straight path. So I feel like, and you know, like really, and any, and I feel like any Muslim can attest to this, you know, like a lot of people today they say like, you know, not even. People, just like the younger generation Or Generation Z as we call it Like you'll see a lot of Like I guess
3: Like well, on I'm the not sugar to sugarcoat judgment. it But I
1: guess like Depression you know Yeah And then If like You take a good look at these kids lives And You know Like they're going to school They have like good grades You know Their parents are together Alhamdulillah Like everything is going well But the one thing that's missing from their lives Is salah So I feel
4: Yeah I mean you you, you Oh, okay. So, yeah, I agree. Salah is definitely important, and it's a mandatory action in Ramadan. And, yeah, definitely that is a really good um, deed to continue during Ramadan. And I also, yeah, I also feel like um, if you want to get the most out of your Salah and out of your good deeds, you should um, find a way to um, preserve your... Preserve your internal beliefs and make sure they align with um, what you're doing in the outside world, mm-hmm. and so you're not just like praying just because it's something you have to do and get out of the way. You're praying because it's, um, for, the it's Allah, like yeah,
0: for the sake of Allah. for the sake of Allah. You the entire point of fasting is to renew your intentions.
4: Yeah.
0: And become a better version of yourself. So you'd be fasting, fasting, praying, doing all these yeah. not but for yourself, but for the sake of Allah. Yeah.
3: Uh, going back to your question and your answers as well, I agree with all of you, but I think before we start from like our spiritual growth from the inside is our external growth as well from the outside like what's stopping us from doing this? Is it the people I'm around with who I surround myself with, who I hang out with like from external like do I have practicing parents or do my parents not agree with me doing this and that? And there's so many stuff that stops them. Like you said, Gen Z and everything. But I think truly some people do actually go through some hardships. Like, for example, it would be like a a river. Like, what if their parents don't agree with them? And, but, yeah, I think starting from Salah is the number one. No you exception.
0: Like you ease yourself into it. Like yeah, the but I, li- I I like
3: to think is, like, who you surround yourself, your environment, and who you're with most of the time.
0: That's another thing about Ramadan, like giving up everything bad you've been doing. So you now have to surround yourself by people who want to support you, people who are good for you, people who won't put you down but lift you up so you don't slip back into your bad habits. Because this month you really don't have an excuse to be going and doing something bad that you know is bad for you.
3: Uh, going back to the beginning, Afrah, what does Asalaamu Alaikum mean?
1: Peace and blessings be upon
3: you. Alhamdulillah. what does wa alikum asalam mean?
1: You just return the salawat. That salawat, the um, the salam. <laughs> no, <he's, laughs> yeah. he's, he's you're under- right. You're right. Yeah, yeah you're
0: right. Oh. I just like uh, I just like your you know, style, expression. All right, you guys are getting away from the point, so I'm gonna reel us back in. Me and Khalid are gonna cover the benefits of fasting, the both mental and physical. So Khalid, can you start us off with the physical benefits of fasting?
3: There are many physical benefits to fasting. I'll name a quick three. One of them is improved digestion. Um, fasting can give the digestive system a break and allow it to rest and heal. could also help with weight loss as you're eating a little fewer calories. And it could also improve cardiovascular health, which can lower blood pressure and reduce cholesterol levels.
0: All right. So that's it for the physical benefits of fasting. And really quick, I'm going to talk about the mental... Benefits? When you fast, your body has less toxic material flowing through the blood. While fasting, the energy you'd normally use to digest food is available to be used by the brain. You probably won't notice this mental change until the first few days of fast because your body takes time to adjust. You might have headaches or pain points at the beginning of the process, but after your body clears itself of toxins, your brain has access to a cleaner bloodstream Resulting in clearer thoughts, better memory, and increased sharpness of your other senses.
4: And that's where we'll wrap up this episode.
1: Assalamu alaikum, this is Aftah.
3: Wa alaikum asalam, this
1: is Al Wa alaikum salam, this is Hamdi.
4: Wa alaikum assalam, it's Yasmin. Wa alaikum
2: asalam, this is Rueda.
3: Wa alaikum assalam, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, this is Khalid. Ramadan
2: Kareem!